low, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Frisella and this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys Today we have Q and AF, that's where you submit the Qs and I give you the AFs As always you could submit your questions to guys. Email those questions into askandyandyforseller.com, and I'll answer them right here on the show. This is how we do it. It could be about anything. Uh, I specialize in the personal development area, but if you want to ask other stuff, I'm open to that too. This is not the normal podcast. Okay, we have four different shows within the show. Other times when you tune in, you will get CTI. That is cruise the internet. That's where we talk about what's going on in the world. We throw some headlines up on the screen. We talk about how full of shit these people are. And then we talk about um, how dumb the people are to actually believe them. And then we actually talk about how we can all be a solution to the big problems that these fucking idiots create. Other times uh, we have real talk. That's five to 20 minutes of real talk. All right. It is what it, what it sounds like. And then other times we have full length and full length is similar to an interview style format. Uh, I bring on my successful, interesting uh, kick-ass friends, and we talk about how you could be successful, interesting, and kick-ass as well. There is a fee for the show, and the fee is not monetary. The fee is very simple. We ask that you share the show. Unlike most podcasts, I don't do this to make money. I do this to help people and get the fucking message out. I have never taken an advertising dollar for my work here on this show. It costs me money to do this show, okay? For the traffic that we get on the show, I could be making eight figures a year, to do this show. And I'm sometimes starting to think I'm a fucking idiot for not doing that. However, the reason I don't do it is because I don't want to have to answer to any of these people. And I don't want you guys to believe that I'm being influenced by any of these people. What I say on this show are my thoughts and they are real and I stand behind them. And I am willing to argue with anyone about where I stand on these issues. And I'm also happy to admit I'm wrong sometimes. But in exchange for that level of authenticity, I ask very simply, that you share the show and help us grow it, okay? That's it. That's the fee for the show. So when you hear us talk about the fee, that's what I'm talking about. As always, I'm joined by my brown, handsome, chocolate co-host, DJ. What's up, dude? What's going on? You're not really chocolate, though. You're like milk, yeah. cho- you're like milk chocolate. Yeah, the summer coat's coming off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me too, man. Yeah, well, you got a little secret. I, I'm extra. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you tell him my secret, bro? Actually, don't. Don't. We should. Yeah. We'll post. Oh, yeah, you can't let the secret out. Yeah, yeah that's you true. guys cannot know my secret. Everybody's credit score. I'm feeling extra up. vanilla though. In this <laughs> I am. That's why we gotta go to a hot place, bro. Yeah, bro. Because I can keep my soul all all year long, year round. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Like in the wintertime, I get a little nerdier. I lose my ability to fucking dance. And credit score goes yeah. up. Like it's yeah, a- all kinds of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, dude? How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was good, man. It was good. You know, I did the uh, play musical family, right? Like musical chairs, bounce around. Got to go all over the fucking city. But it was cool. Um, you know, stuck to my shit. Got my shit done. So that was always good. Uh, it's always a fun conversation having that having those conversations with family because like there's some family that don't don't really know what's going on. It's like you're not eating, you know? Like what are you doing? I'm like, no, I'm I'm, I'm sticking to my shit. But Thanksgiving, you, know? you can actually eat pretty, pretty decent. Pretty, yeah, pretty yeah, decent. Dude, it's man. just Turkey's about ex- exercising awesome. some discipline. Yeah, like, dude. 
You get yourself some turkey. You get yourself some salad. Stay away from the Zuzus and Wham Whams. Yeah, that's bro, it. that's it, man. It's a shit yeah, ton of <laughs> Stay away from the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was cool, man. What about you? What'd you do? It was good. We went out to uh, we went out to Sal's and uh, we went out on out to his farm and we did Thanksgiving out there. It was pretty cool. Um, you know, it's weird because you know most people don't understand. You know, our whole family, even though we're a divorced family, my mom and dad are divorced. Everybody still gets together on the holidays and yeah. acts like adults or attempts to act like adults. <laughs> and, uh, but no, it was cool, man. He just got his house redone. It's uh, it's beautiful. I think it's one of the coolest houses I've ever been to in my life. Uh, bro, you got to see it. It's fun. I, must say, I haven't had a chance to get I out know, there I yet. Know. I see the stories. Bro, it looks fucking awesome. Bro, it's, it's like a fucking crate and barrel fucking catalog. Like, like, I don't know, like you, you know, a restoration, like, Dude, it's just, yeah, it's, it's fucking nice. perfection. That's like, awesome. it's fucking perfection. Yeah, perfect size, perfect flow. You know, when, when you're, you know, when you're earlier in the journey of trying to succeed, you always think like big house or a big giant house. You have all these visions. Yeah, but like what you learn is like the big house is, is, is not that cool if you don't come from that. Like I never grew up in a big house. He never grew up in a big house. So like when I got my first quote unquote big house, which is the house I had before the one I have now, um, which was actually bigger than the one I have now. Pretty fucking sweet. Too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bro, it was like living in a fucking Walmart. Like it, it was, it sucked. <laughs> Didn't I feel it. right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first two months, I'm like, I want to move back to my regular house. And, uh, and then you get used to it, but it was still too big. And I, I love my house now mainly because of the, the historical relevance of the property. Um, and it's beautiful, but like, bro, there's a lot to be said for like just a really normal size home that's done properly. Like, and that's what he's got out there. It's fucking, it's really cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, it looks fucking sick. Yeah. So maybe we could throw a s'mores party or something. Yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking the whole time. (laughs) I I couldn't wait for the first s'mores party. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. So what's up? We got something? I got some good ones, man. All right. Good. We got some good ones, man. Let's make some people better today. All right. Let's do that. Uh, Andy, question number one. Uh, Andy, I've been welding for almost 30 years. Okay. Every place I have worked, I have excelled. And I've been one of the best welders there. I see the kind of people that uh, own some of these businesses and I see the kind of work that they let their other employees put out. And although I make decent money for a welder, I want to make more uh, and I want to eventually have my own business. My question is, am I wrong in assuming that if I am consistently at the top of what I do and I have good values and good intentions, uh, that I could also have that same in business? as far as success and, and top quality and all of that stuff. Uh, I have the welding skills and I also feel I could provide better service than most places I have worked, but what am I missing? Well, look, man, are you out of line in your thinking? No, you, you could be a great business operator. No question. Do you have the skills now to do that? Absolutely not. And that's a mistake. Most people think most people think that because they have sales skills or they've got technical skill of whatever trade they're in, that they could go run a business. But what you don't understand is that running the business is its own skill set, just like your welding is a skill set. Okay. So, like, just all the time that you put into becoming this amazing welder that makes, you know, perfect welds and, you know, you brag about it on the internet, look at this weld and right. shit. I see what you guys do. <laughs> right. <laughs> that same skill level is required to run a successful business. And you probably took years and years and years to develop that skill set. And to think just because you understand how to do that skill that you're automatically qualified to do this other skill 
That's actually what gets a lot of people in trouble in business. You see this a lot with lawyers. You see this a lot with doctors. You see this a lot with all architects, professional people. Uh, this is also why doctors are the most annoying fucking humans on the fucking planet. Okay. They think because they went to school for 12 years that they know more than you about fucking everything. And this is also why many of them are fucking broke. Okay. Because they don't understand that running the business is its own thing. So I'm not saying you can't do that. You absolutely can do that. But you have to have the perspective of understanding that you don't have any of those skills yet and you're going to have to learn them. So if this is something that you truly want to do, you are going to have to invest in learning that skill set. And the, the, you know, honest, honestly, dude, um, there's so many resources out there to learn those things now for, that are relatively uh, inexpensive or even free uh, that there's no excuse for you not to start learning those skills now. And I wouldn't go jump into uh, a new business without having any understanding of the skill set required because, dude, there's all kinds of things you're going to have to fucking understand. You're going to have to understand how to uh, get a location. You're going to understand how to negotiate a lease. You're going to have to understand how to market. You're going to have to understand how to uh, do the books. You're going to have to understand how to manage people. None of those things are required what the fuck you do right now, okay? And those are all very difficult fucking things, especially the managing people part. That, you know, then you're talking about getting your name, like, Dude, it's a whole different animal. Yeah, it's a fucking completely different thing. And a lot of people think because they're good at this that they can run the whole show. And motherfucker, you guys have no fucking idea what it takes. Okay? I struggle with it. And I'm 24 years into it. It's hard as fuck. Now, I'm not trying to scare you, but I am trying to scare you enough that you will take seriously what I'm saying. Because if you don't go invest in learning the skills of how to operate a business, you'll get fucking smashed. Your skill set alone is not good enough to operate a successful operation. So no, uh, go ahead. No, would you also say too, because like, you know, we, we talk about this, like even in the, the educational like basis, people go to these schools and they get this business degree, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's theory and then there's actual application, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So like, what, what would you say is like the, I guess, more responsible thing to do when it comes to, to getting a little bit of both best of both worlds, right? Like, well, yeah, that there's also that. So I'm glad you asked that because there's also a flip side of what I just said you can't just go study all the shit and never go, right? Like you're going to have to jump in. So you, what I would recommend is getting a basic understanding, really humbling yourself and saying, okay, I don't know any of this shit. And the fact that you asked the question the way you did shows that you're already humble enough to, to look at that. So get yourself uh, in proximity with some people who are running companies, um, start to learn from them, get some ideas on how this would apply to your welding business. And when you feel like you have a pretty good understanding now, I'm not saying you got to be an expert, but you just got to understand what, what's all involved. Then jump in and you're going to learn most of the shit that you're, you're going to need uh, as you go. Because, yes, 100 percent. So, like, definitely, I'm glad you asked that because I don't want to scare people. Like, dude, you know, when I jumped into my business, I, I didn't I knew. Remember, I had failed eight businesses before I started supplement Superstores, my first successful business. So, like there there's a you're going to learn most of the things on the job but you also want to have a basic understanding for sure yeah 100 percent, man uh andy question number two this actually kind of rolls right into uh right off of that first question though but but how important uh, of a role is confidence uh in becoming successful and then why does it get confused with arrogance uh far too often well it gets confused with arrogance because most people have zero confidence damn yeah 
most people have zero fucking confidence. So they see anybody with confidence and they say, that motherfucker's arrogant. He's full of himself. He's this, he's that, he's this. And let's be real, dude. None of those people are fucking winning. Not, not a single fucking one. And every single one of them lives in fear. And every single one of them lives with zero confidence and thinking they're fucking shit. They know they're a fucking fraud because they are a fucking fraud. It's real easy to sit on the sidelines and criticize people who aren't in the game, right? And you should pay no mind to anybody who isn't in the game when they're criticizing you because that's just the nature of people that don't play. You think of it like a football stadium. There's 22 fucking players on the field. There's 100,000 in the stands. It's the same in life. It's the same in business. There's 22 people out of everyone, 100,000 that have real confidence. And anybody who fucking looks at them from the outside is going to criticize them and see them as arrogant because they have nothing. So, you know, you have to understand that this is just the way it is. Like these people on the internet who just fucking decide to pick on people all the time and pick them apart and fucking point it and this and that. Look, dude, they're losing. Hmm. Like they are losing. They're not, they're not as good as you. They're, they don't have any confidence. They feel like shit. They're frustrated. They're angry. They're scared little fucking children. And that's the reality. And they can huff and puff and be as loud as they want. This is why cancel culture is such a popular thing. Because it gives loser motherfuckers power over people who are actually doing shit. Yeah. Right? Perceived power. <laughs> right, right. And, and dude, this is, this is the game. So the reason most people look at people who have any confidence at all and say, oh, that guy's fucking full of himself is because they have fucking nothing. And they know they're nothing. And that's a really sad existence if you really think about it. So I would pay those people no mind. I wouldn't even worry about what they think. The minute you start worrying about what the fuck they think, you're going to hesitate. You're going to adjust your game. You're going to start doing things that are out of the line of what you would want to do because you're afraid of what some person might say that you'll never fucking meet in real life. Right. And if you did meet them, you'd look at them like the motherfucker you see in line in front of you at the gas station getting coffee, buying 15 lottery tickets. And you're like, how the fuck does this person even live? Like, how the fuck did this person get out of bed today and get dressed and like operate? Like, when was the last time they took a fucking shower? Those are the people that contribute to cancel culture and criticism and calling people arrogant. And if you really think of it like that and you like see these people for what the fuck they are, because in real life, if that person that you're talking about uh, or that we're, we're talking about here was getting coffee in front of you and turned around and said, hey, you're fucking full of yourself. You laugh in their fucking face, <laughs> Yeah, right? Facts. So that's, that's how I look at it. So that's how you have to look at it. Like, dude, this is why I don't engage with people. Like, I'm like, bro, look at you and then mm -hmm. look at me. Right. Look at your life and look at my life. You can't say a goddamn thing to me, bro. There's nothing you can say that'll fucking hurt me. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely, bro. So you have to understand the reality of the world. The reality of the world is most people are taught to be nothing. They are taught to be worker bees that never develop any sort of identity, any sort of confidence. They never even sort of explore or become that badass version of themselves that they hold in their heart that they know they could be if they actually tried, right? And it makes them bitter. So like, bro, have empathy for those people like, and, and leave them alone. Who fucking cares what they say? So I would leave that alone. Uh, how important is it? It's super important. This is, but you have to understand, people aren't born with confidence. You know, I used to think my whole life that people had confidence or they didn't have confidence right. or they had discipline and they didn't have discipline. You're born with it, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's not. You have to develop those things. And the way you develop those things is by setting out things that you say you're going to do and then doing them consistently over the course of the time. And as the more that you do them, the more your confidence will build, the more uh, your, your skills in all these areas will build. This is why I built the 75 Hard Live Hard program. 
episode 208. It's fucking free. The reason I make it free is because you fucking need it. Okay. And if you want to know how to build confidence and you do that program, at least the first part for 75 days, you're going to understand exactly how to build confidence for the rest of your life. It will be invaluable lesson for you. I'd highly recommend doing it. But in terms of how important it is, it's everything. Because business is hard. Life is hard. And there's going to be times when nobody fucking believes in you. There's going to be, t- and actually, that's going to be most of the time. Damn, yeah. It's going to be most of the time, most people are not going to believe in whatever it is you're trying to do. They're not going to believe in your dreams. They're not going to believe in your fucking mission. They're not going to believe in it until it's already fucking done. And that means that you have to have the confidence to push through the whole entire time until you get the end result, the end result where people are finally like, fuck. All right. You got a job for me, dude? Right, right, right. right. Like it has to go that far for these people to admit that they were fucking wrong about you. So like you're going to be operating basically self-sustaining with a very small support system your entire career until you get to a point that it's unfucking deniable. And by the time it becomes undeniable, by the time it becomes uh, very obvious to the entire world that you're doing what it is you set out to do and you're doing it well, you, you're not going to need the approval of these other motherfuckers anyway. So why do you even care at all? You know what I mean? Like, you're not even going to care. Like, dude, when motherfuckers come to me now that 20 years ago, they were like telling me, get a real job and shit. And now they're like saying, oh man, I'm so proud of you. You think I don't remember what the fuck they said to me, dude? Like, I remember exactly what you fucking said, bro. Like, I could fucking pull it out of my fucking photogenic or uh, my photographic memory and fucking replay it. You know, and, and, and I don't care because like I'm good, but let's not make any, you know, delusions about how this works. Nobody believes in you until after it's fucking done. OK, so stop worrying about who the fuck believes in you in the beginning. The reason nobody fucking believes in you in the beginning is you haven't done shit. It's also why you don't believe in you. Yeah. yeah. And so, dude, exactly. Yeah. And that's why doing things like 75 hard, live hard or the fastest way to grow your confidence to a maximal level because it's the shortest amount of time that you could squeeze this whole process into. Yeah, it's very fucking hard. It's very difficult. But when you get done, you're going to feel like a fucking animal. And now, more importantly than feeling like an animal, you're going to understand what it takes to actually raise your confidence when you need your confidence raised. You're going to be able to self-assess and say, you know what, man, I'm off my game. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a fucking round of 75 hard. And in two and a half months, you're the fucking best you've ever fucking been. And that is the shortest amount of time, in my opinion, that you can get from zero to fucking hero when it comes to your confidence, your discipline, your self-belief, your gratitude, your grit, all these things that you develop over the course of that time. It's, it's 75 days is fucking tiny amount of time to get what you get out of that. So uh, one, it's very, it's very important. It's everything. Two, you got to build it. Three, fuck what everybody else says because they don't have shit. Those people cry in the fucking corner when you ain't looking. You know, they're sitting there thinking, why the fuck is their life? Why does his life look like this and my life look like that? Well, motherfucker, you don't work like me. You don't do shit like me. You don't eat like me. You don't train like me. You don't fucking talk like me. You don't practice like me. You don't do any of the shit I do. And you, you certainly haven't done it for 20 fucking plus years. So fuck you. I don't care what you say. And that's the attitude you got to have. Because people will not hesitate to take shots and throw little fucking arrows at you every chance they get. Every time a successful person stumbles, everybody wants to pile on. And it's because those people are sad, miserable little fucks. And this is why cancel culture is such a problem. Like, dude, I don't give a fuck if you're on the left or the right. If you cancel motherfuckers and pile on, 
because you don't agree with something that someone did or said or this or that, you're a fucking weak ass little bitch, period. I have zero respect for it. This is why I don't really participate in it. Uh, Either way, yeah. Yeah, and it's hard because, it, you know, right now in society, I think it's necessary to send a message to certain companies like Disney and these other companies that are sexualizing children and pushing this woke agenda. But I look at that not as cancel culture, just as the reallocation, the conscious reallocation of where I'm going to spend my money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to jump on the Internet and talk mad shit yeah. on all this stuff. And I certainly don't do it to little companies. Like, you yeah. know, like yeah. th- these people that like you, you motherfucking idiots that cancel your local fucking entrepreneur. Do you understand that you're just fucking taking jobs out of your community? You're hurting people. You're hurting your fucking friend. You're hurting your neighbor. You're hurting your fucking cousin. You're hurting your aunt. You're hurting all kinds of people that are just like you in your own fucking town. You're too fucking stupid to realize it. Cancel culture is the weakest shit ever, and it comes from most motherfuckers that have zero confidence. They have zero understanding of what it takes to build anything. They have zero understanding of what it takes to persevere through anything hard, and they have zero understanding that constantly in business, there's shit that gets fucked up every single day. And now we live in this environment where everything's transparent and everything's open and motherfuckers that ain't ever fucking sold a goddamn snow cone got something to say about somebody's business. Fuck you, dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't respect anybody like that. I zero respect. It's weak ass shit. It is, man. Well, guys, our third and final question, uh, Andy, question number three. Do you or have you ever left anything up to chance or fate? Uh, I know you're connected heavily with the universe and karmic energy, but yeah, do I got you a draw a card for that shit? Yeah, but do you draw a line there? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, dude, look, it's not like I can see into the future, right? You know, right. I mean, uh, contrary, well, to I don't know, <laughs> evidence may say. Um, but yeah, I think faith is a very important component to the whole process. Like you have to have enough trust that if you're doing what you need to do and you're moving that direction, that the result will ultimately materialize. So, you know, and also you have to be loose in the expectation of what your result may be. Like, you know, like when I used to visualize myself being on stage and shit, I wanted to be a rapper. Okay. Right. Like, but I, but I didn't. That's how you visualize. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't end up being a rapper. I ended up being a world-class speaker. Right. It's literally almost the same shit. Stage, lights, I go on the stage, fucking people cheer. I get paid lots of money. I buy cool cars. I roll around, (laughs) fucking be a badass pimp motherfucker. Right. Like it's the same thing. It's just the results a little bit different. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So we got to be open with what the result, how it serves us. And I understand that. And so, you know, that's an element of faith. You've got to, you've got to understand that if you're doing the things that need to be done, you're doing them consistently, you're doing them without fail, and you consistently do them over the course of time, the result is going to produce. And you also have to understand that the result may not be exactly what you want, but it's going to be fucking close. And so that's how I balance that. You know, I, I definitely, um, I mean, fuck, dude, none of us are in control. Like, we don't, we don't have control. It's a, it's a fucking illusion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a nice thing to, we believe we have, because it gives us uh, a peace, right? Like we're not panicked. We're not freaking out because we're uncertain. Like humans have to have a certain level of certainty, even if they don't. So they will convince themselves that this, you know, is okay, or this result is going to happen, uh, or that I'm in control of this situation. When in reality, bro, you have fucking zero control. And all you could do is control what you do and control your steps and your actions that move in the direction of where you want to go with the understanding that if you do that long enough, the result will occur. 
And, and it's been my experience from, you know, my own personal life, literally in every single situation, whether it be business, fitness, or relationships, or anything else. And also my experience in literally coaching more successful entrepreneurs than maybe fucking anybody, okay? Uh, with the exception of maybe, I don't know, I don't even know who, okay? Maybe Tony Robbins, like something like that. But like, I mean, he doesn't, uh, you know, I'm just saying, like, I have a lot of experience here. I'm not saying that to brag. It's just fucking fact. And so it's been my experience that it's the same for everybody. Like, we don't have control, but if we move the direction and we visualize where we're going and we see the result in our mind and we continue to move that way, that result will materialize in some sort of way, uh, whether, you know, it be exactly or very close to what it is that you want. That's right. What, what would you say that people fuck up with this then? Right? Like, Leaving too much up to fucking chance. Well, too, bro, you know that's what I'm a saying? cop out. That's cop out, bro. Yeah. Like, look, dude, we talk about this on the MFCEO project a lot. Um, you know, because Vaughn's a pastor, so like we talk about, you know, we talk about a lot of biblical principles and sure. and and godly principles and things like that, spirituality. And I think a lot of people hide behind that. I think a lot of people, a lot of people are like say, oh, I'm putting it in God's hands. Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, but bro, Jesus take the wheel is not what the fuck Jesus wants you to do. That's what you got to understand. Like if you, you have to look at it like your own son or your own kid. Like, bro, if you looked at your own kid and you're, you say, hey, why are you such a lazy piece of shit? And your kid says, well, it's going to work out the way it's going to work out no matter what. Are you going to fucking think that kid's doing the right thing or the wrong thing? You're going to think they're doing the wrong thing. And the goal, I believe, is that you are supposed to do your part and that God will do the other part. And, and so there's a, there's a, you know, there's, there's an equation there with multiple elements involved. And so I think most people fuck it up because they hide behind the idea that there, no, nothing's in my control. And that's a, that's a way for them to cop out of having to do anything fucking difficult. So they can sit there on their fat fucking ass and watch fucking Netflix and eat fucking bullshit and take a check from the government and be a lazy little piece of shit that is too stupid to understand that the entire fucking system is profiting off of your fucking sloth fat ass. Yeah, doing exactly that. Yeah, yeah. like you're doing yeah. exactly what the fuck they want you to do and you're wasting your entire life and you're going to get to the end of your life and you're going to say, fuck, I didn't do fucking anything. And bro, there ain't nothing worse than that. Nothing. I've been fortunate enough to have two very distinct close calls with death. I talk about, you know, once when I got stabbed, once when I had, a, uh, they thought I had a tumor in my brain. Both times I had to question, like, fuck, dude, am I living right? Am I doing the right thing? Like, if I were to fucking actually kick it here, what would I say about my life? And both times I was highly disappointed, which motivated me to be better and motivated me to be more, motivated me to do more work. And so, you know, you have to be real, dude. Like, this is why people with humility, that humil the humility thing irritates the fuck out of me. Like, a lot of you motherfuckers, you think you're so fucking noble sitting there talking about how humble you are when you ain't fucking done anything. Well, it's real easy to be fucking humble when you haven't done anything. It's not even humility. Humility is a discipline. So in for humility to be properly exercised, that takes into the understanding that you have to be great at something. You have to already be great. Then you could be humble. You don't get to be humble without being great. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, bro, you could, if you sit there and you say, oh, I don't want all that shit because... You know, I'm just a humble person. No, you're a fucking loser. You're fucking lazy and you're too afraid to do anything and you're fucking pointing fingers at people who are actually exercising their God-given potential to be fucking better because you're a fucking hater and you're scared and you're afraid to do the fucking work. There's nothing noble in that. 
at all. You're not setting a good example for anybody around you. You're going to regret your entire life. And you're sitting there on your fucking bar stool talking about, well, I don't need much because I'm fucking humble. No, you're a fucking loser. Because you have to be great to be humble. You have to be fucking amazing to be humble. What do you have to be humble about? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. People don't get it, dude. It's, I ain't buying your shit, dude. <laughs> like you come to me and you're like, oh, you know, all that stuff. It ain't about stuff. It's about being great. Are you great? Are you a painter? Are you a great fucking painter? Do you do drywall? Are you fucking great at doing drywall? Do you go around and tell people how great you are at drywall? Well, that ain't humble, bro. Hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck yeah. A lot of people have misunderstanding about it and they totally fucking wreck their lives because they believe that quote unquote humility is some sort of fucking mountain virtue signal and they ruin their entire existence over it. It's fucked up, man. It's real shit, man. Yeah, so the next time your fucking lazy ass fucking aunt or uncle tells you you're not fucking humble and listen to that, be like, good. I don't want to be like you, bitch. I ain't there yet. Yeah, I ain't trying to fucking be like you. That's real shit, man. Yeah, it's the truth, dude. Yeah. Like, you think I'm trying to live like you? You can't even pay your fucking bills. You drive a shitty ass fucking car. You live in a shitty fucking house. You never fucking tried at anything. You never gave effort at anything. You never stuck to anything. And you're going to die knowing that you left every single fucking ounce of your potential inside your fucking soul and your body. I don't want that shit. So fuck you. Have your fake ass humility. Go sit over in the corner and cry about it. I'll be over here fucking winning, bitch. What? <laughs> Share that shit. What? Is that good? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, man. It's what people need to hear, dude. Yeah, that's real shit, man. I'm, I get so sick of that false humility fucking garbage, dude, especially on the fucking internet. These people post this fake ass fucking humility shit, and then two days later, they're posting pictures of a fucking Bugatti and shit. Right. Yeah, it's like, right. fuck, dude, you're so fucking out of line with what you truly want, and you're such a fucking pussy, you won't even take the steps to pursue what you really want. Instead, you pretend like you don't want it, so you can't ever look stupid for trying to get it. That's fucking weak ass shit, dude. It's fucking weak shit, man. And there's nothing weaker. There's nothing weaker. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. Yeah. Go pay that fee. That's right. Go pay it. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her own